Welcome to Rise Above Performance Training's 15 Minutes of Strength, the show where we explore and discuss the vast landscape of strength to help us all live our best and strongest lives. I'm your host, Doug Fiorinelli, and this is episode 13, How to Train as an Aging Athlete. Well, this is my 13th episode, and I'm recording it on September 13th, 2022 here. So I'm really pushing the envelope. I know 13 is apparently an unlucky number. I don't know podcast etiquette. If you're supposed to skip the 13th episode and go straight to 14th, like the uh, hotel elevator, but um, we're going to, you know, play it unsafe and uh, go for it. Anyway, what I'm going to do today is read a subscriber's email. And yes, you can email me and I will do my best to answer your questions and maybe I'll make it on a podcast because, uh, that helps me out and it's kind of fun. I get to reach out to the people that subscribe to my newsletter and, um, you know, see what they have to going on in their lives and what I can help them out with. This email is about the aging athlete. So let me read this and we will uh, get going here. So formalities out of the way. I hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. I'll ask you a question. Of course you can ask me a question. I'm now 51 years old and I have not worked out consistently in quite a few years. I'm still active and play in a basketball league, softball league, and a baseball league. Well, I'd say that's pretty much working out consistently, but what I um, he probably means is he's not doing the gym work. So anyway, I'd like to know what would be the best approach that I should take as far as working out. What are your suggestions as far as training over 50? I don't know if I should be lifting heavy or doing circuit training, how often to lift, and how to approach cardio. I would like to add mobility training, but I don't know how to or what to do. I've recently started working on changing my eating habits since I would like to lose weight also. It, it is confusing because I read on training at over 50 that are many different thoughts. Some say only do compound lifts and others say to do bodybuilding style program. As far as cardio, some say to do long steady cardio and others say do short intense bouts of cardio. I figured I'd reach out to you and ask for your advice since I've always found your advice helpful. Okay. A lot to unpack there. First of all, awesome job, you know, over 50. Um, I'm sure you're probably very busy with family and work and other commitments, but you're able to play three. I would consider, you know, pretty high intensity sports, you know, basketball, softball, and baseball. Those aren't, um, easy sports. So congrats on that. Now, adding training into your programming, I think, is a great idea. We want to maintain as much strength. There are a bunch of studies out there saying that losing strength is one of the key factors to your health going south. When we can't uh, lift ourselves up or walk, you know, granted, you are far away from that, but you know, you want to maintain that because as the older you get, it's harder to get that back if you lose it. So yes, I think adding some of those things is great. Adding mobility is a great idea too. You know, uh, as kids, myself included, we get away with just playing our sports and not necessarily stretching as much as we should because we don't feel like we need it. But as we get a little bit older, 30s, 40s, 50s, we realize our bodies don't move as well as we used to. And, you know, starting to add that in has a lot of benefits, but we're a little bit behind the curve. So starting earlier obviously is a little bit better. And, you know, eating well is key. I would say as we get older, we probably don't need as eat as much as we used to, unless you're, you know, really competitive triathlete or someone who's burning a ton of calories. We could all probably 
eat a little bit less and benefit from that. Um, you know, myself included, I struggle with that as well because I enjoy eating. And especially when I go home and see my mom, she cooks very well. So let's unpack this. Um, you're playing these leagues. I don't know if we're playing them simultaneously. So I, let's say we're playing two leagues a week. So that's two days out of the equation. Let's say we want to be active six days a week. Now, as we age, things get a little bit more difficult. We can't be in the gym for a long period of time for several reasons. One is just a timing thing. I'm going to assume you have a family. I'm going to assume you have a good job that you need to, you know, perform well and maintain well, whether you get up to work early or work extra hours, you know, the student life is actually a little more conducive to training a lot longer and being in the gym a lot longer. So time is going to be a little bit a constraint. So let's say we are going to work out for 45 minutes. Okay, great. Now, how I would construct a plan, I don't think there's really a better right or wrong in terms of, let's say you said heavy weights or bodybuilding style or compound lifts. I would say go by how you feel, whether that is what's working for you in that moment. It could be something that's working for you for a long period of time. So let's say a compound lift is going to be, you know, big movements like a clean and press or I don't know, a thruster where you squat to press or uh, Olympic lifting, or you can do, um, you know, bodybuilding type things, which is going to be more of a body part uh, workout where you're going to work out, let's say one to two body parts per workout. I do like those workouts. Generally speaking, I stay away from bodybuilding type workouts uh, for several reasons in regarding this one, a bodybuilding side program, like I said, is very um, focused on one to two body parts where you're doing a lot of sets, hitting the same muscles or muscle groups. So let's say it's back and arm day. You're going to do, um, let's say pull-ups and then you're going to do rows and then you're going to do um, maybe one other one, you're going to do lat pull downs, but then you're going to do your arms. Did I say arms? Hopefully I said arms. So you do some bicep curls, triceps. So you're doing all this volume. One, it's a lot of time in the gym. You can do it in 45 minutes, but it, it is a lot of time in the gym Two, If you're a busy person missing a day. So let's say I missed leg day. You're going to miss a day. It's going to throw everything off. And then three, these volume types of workouts targeting specific muscle groups tend to make people more sore um, just because of the, the pure volume and stress you're putting on those particular muscles. They take longer to recover uh, because you are playing other sports. It might be a, uh, a burden on those sports. You know, if you can't lift your arm to shoot the basketball properly, it might be a problem if you did a lot of bodybuilding type work. Now, if you were a bodybuilder or just wanted to go for physique, Yes, this is the type of program you'd probably want to do. So I would say stay away from the bodybuilding style. It, it is mostly the programming style and not the exercises. So yes, you can do bicep curls and triceps. You're just not going to do a lot of volume. Again, volume brings soreness, which tends to prolong recovery. And as we age, recovery is harder for several reasons. One, just because we're older and two, we probably, you know, have more stress and more things to do on our plate. So we don't sleep as much and we have more things to do. Um, you know, even manual labor jobs, so we're not recovering as much. So again, let's stay away from bodybuilding Two, you mentioned mobility. Mobility is something you can throw in daily. 
It can be a few exercises. It can be five minutes. It can be a warm up to your workout. So generally I do a little bit of mobility when I get out of bed and it's mostly going to be um, a little bit of downward dog with some slight movement. And then it's going to be, um, I do a little bit of a Cobra where I shift around a little bit and then I do a squat just to open up my hips or some hip kind of pumps where I'm um, kneeling down in like a frog pose and then I'm moving back and forth to get my hips primed. I'll do that twice. It usually takes about three minutes when I wake up and that just gets me going. Um, you know, my hips are and things are not moving very well as they used to in the morning. So I like to get those going. And then I tend to do a little bit of mobility right before my workout for the day. So adding mobility is great. And the way to do that is a little bit of early morning or a little bit at the end of night before you go to sleep. So you can wake up refreshed or right before the workouts. I say mobility, be frequent with it and not long. So what I mean by that is do it almost daily and then do it for only like five to 10 minutes. That way you can get it in, you're consistent with it and it's not taking a bulk of your time away from other things like your workouts. Good resources for mobility are um, GMB gold metal bodies. I really like their stuff. They're, they have a lot of free things on YouTube and on their website. I've also paid for some of the programs, which are not ridiculous, ridiculously expensive. Excuse me. Um, they have a nice platform on their site where you can watch videos and do the tutorials and follow along or just, you know, kind of keep them for reference in the back of your mind. There is a book and a website as well called original strength, which is more the foundational movements. They call them the, uh, the primal kind of movements that ch children and babies do that we try to get back to. And, um, they sound silly, but when you do them, like a lot of the rocking, a lot of the head movements, they really tap in that primal movement patterns and the things that we lose over time. So adding some of those in before you work out are great. Now, whether circuit training or compound movements, it's kind of up to you. I like to mix it up personally. I kind of go in the week with a plan. I want to do, you know, three or four weight training sessions. One day is going to be a little bit of body weight. One day will be a little bit more heavy weight, like a calm, let's say compound movements. Like you said, it's going to be like bigger movements where I'm going to do some kettlebell cleans and presses or some thrusters or clean and lunges. I'll do some of those. And then maybe some days I'll do a little bit, let's say heavier for what it is. I'll do some deadlifts or squats. They're definitely not as heavy as I used to go. And it's just, just about right. I'm personally not chasing heavy goals. Again, these are not my specific goals. If you are competing in a powerlifting competition, yes, you're going to chase numbers. You do not need to chase numbers as you get older maintain a level of strength where you feel comfortable moving your body and moving things that you need to move in your daily life. Like if you need, if you have a very, um, labor intensive lifestyle where you're gardening and things like that, need to pick up planter boxes. You should be strong enough to pick up those planter boxes without hurting your back or, or your legs. So, you know, make it appropriate to what you want to do. Softball and baseball, and basketball require a lot of leg, a lot of stop and go. So you're still going to want to train that. So that way you don't pull a hamstring. I have seen so many people start a rec softball league, get up to, get up to bat, hit their first hit and try to sprint. So, you know, going to first base is when you hit the ball, unless you're jacking it out of the stadium is going to be an all out sprint. And if you're not used to all out sprinting, 
I almost guarantee you're going to pull a hamstring. So you have to train for what you're going to face. Now, if you're going to do that, you, you know, play those games and want to play them at a relatively high level, then yes, you got to train those things. So think about making things sports specific, like what is going to help you do those recreational things that you like to do. So don't avoid, um, single leg exercises. Do not avoid, you know, even a little bit of a track day where you're running a little bit stick with those things. So again, lay out your workouts. It doesn't have to be set in stone, but let's say, okay, I'm going to do mobility every day for six days a week. I'm going to do, you know, alternating days between my recreational games. I might do mobility in the morning, then I'll play a game at night. And then the other day I'll do my mobility in the morning and then weight train or do some type of cardio. You mentioned cardio. So lastly, cardio would be almost anything. I mean, I would say definitely do some, I don't think, you know, again, go by how your body feels. You don't need to run, you know, a lot of miles. You can do cardio with kettlebell swings again, make it more sports specific or kind of what you want to do. If you want to hike 10 miles for a trip, you're going to have to train for that. You're going to have to hike on the weekends and hike, you know, four miles or five miles or six miles. So you can get that 10 mile hiking on vacation. If you're going to play basketball, you're going to have to do jump rope, kettlebell swings, even some track sprints. So you're training specifically for that. So again, let's break this all down. This is what I would do if I was in your position. One, I would break down my days. So let's say I'm playing three days a week and then I would break down my workout. So I'm going to, every other day I'm going to play and then weight train. I'm going to do mobility daily. My weight training. So let's say I do three days a week of weight training. One of the days will be maybe a little bit of body weight stuff or lunges or, you know, something single leg, not too difficult. Maybe I'll have a heavier day where I'll go in and do either deadlift or squat, even some bench press, uh, pull-ups, you know, bigger movements, but I'll keep it under that 45, around that 45 minute threshold. And then day three will be maybe some type of circuit training. So I'll put a couple exercises together. It doesn't have to be for time necessarily, but it like today, what I did, I grabbed the Bulgarian bag and did like, okay, I'm, I just came up with five exercises that came off the top of my head and I did those five exercises. And I said, okay, I'm gonna do 10 squats, 10 swings, 10 rotations and 10 um, pushups. And then I'm gonna do that three times. And then that's gonna be my cardio. So that's gonna be that. And then maybe one day a week, I will do a little bit of running or hiking or something to keep my fitness up, but also help me with my sports. And then as I go along, I'm just going to think about my eating, um, you know, slowly make changes with your eating. I wouldn't go too dramatic. I don't know. You didn't give me too many specifics on your eating habits, but generally eating a little bit less, maybe taking out some things like if you're eating a lot of sugar or stuff like that, maybe you can just start by just reeling that in a little bit and then making your eating very activity dependent. If you're very active, you know, have a little bit more carbohydrates. If you are not, maybe bring it back a little bit and dial it in for that day and say, you know what? I didn't, wasn't really active. I kind of didn't sleep well. I'm just going to go a little bit less on the calories and just uh, keep it very activity dependent. So if you do this, this can prolong your life and also kind of prolong your activity. You know, again, even though we're at that middle age, think about it still as a journey through the end of life, you were going to keep this mindset and programming 
going for the rest of your life. Yes, you will make some changes as we get older. You know, once you reach the next decade and the next decade, you might have to switch things around. I, you're probably not going to play basketball as much, let's say. So you may have to play softball and you're, you might take up golf or, you know, bocce ball or something like that. So you're going to change your activity dependent things, but you're still going to keep the essence of it. You're still going to keep your cardio up. You're still going to keep your weight training up. You may have to focus more on body weight things than the deadlifts. So, but this is a long-term commitment to fitness for the rest of your life. So think of it that way. And you don't have to sweat the small daily details, whether you're doing the right workout or the wrong workout. So keep that in mind and you should be okay. So I want to thank you for your question. Again, if you guys have questions, reach out to me at Doug at riseabovestrength.com. Check out uh, the website, riseabovestrength.com. You can see um, all the videos, all the blog posts, all of these um, uh, podcasts as well. So again, I want to thank you for listening and checking everything out. Feel free to reach out anytime. And again, remember, all the strength you need is on the inside and reinforced by the outside. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.